Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pilisoff, and I'm your host. I am the founder of Divorced Girl Smiling, the company that brings people facing divorce, trusted, vetted divorce professionals. It's also a podcast, a website, a mobile app, and more. I'm really excited for today's podcast. This is going to be great. So if you're listening to this and you're either thinking about getting divorced and wondering what it's gonna be like dating after divorce, or you're going through a divorce and you're sort of gearing up and you're kind of almost ready to date, or you have been going through a divorce for a while and you're dating and you're frustrated, we are gonna offer great advice today and some wonderful tips. And when I say we, I mean myself and my two guests, And with me today are Mara Price and Marissa Woods. And let me tell you who these wonderful women are. Mara is married to Jason Price, and you've probably heard me talk about him on this podcast. Jason is the co-founder of Affiliates and Counseling, which is really just a wonderful practice for all kinds of issues that adults, kids, adolescents, teens. It's just a wide variety of areas and they're just wonderful. They have offices in Chicago and the Burbs. My other guest is Marissa Woods, who I met several years ago through Mara. Marissa and Mara have been best friends for many, many years. I met you guys a few years ago. So welcome to the show. Thank Thank you. you. We're happy to be here. These guys are adorable, and I am sure they have a ton to say. They're always laughing and talking, and they're extremely energetic. And they just started a podcast. This is the reason I had them on the show. They started this podcast. It's called Taking the Plunge, and it's all about dating and relationships. And you guys, I haven't even listened to an episode yet, but I'm so excited to. Tell us about the podcast. Marissa, tell me. So... We started taking the plunge prior to COVID, and then once COVID kind of hit, we basically took a break, and we were trying to think of how and what we wanted to bring back. We knew we wanted to do a podcast again, and after just talking through it, we felt like this could be a fun topic because obviously I am divorced, and I've been in this world now for a few years, and Mara has been happily married, and so we have two totally different perspectives on this whole area of relationships and dating over 40. And also taking the plunge is taking us into different plunges. So I kind of want Mara to do different things, like in order for us to get guests for the show, like doing creative, fun things. So kind of having Mara go out of her comfort zone, doing things that perhaps she might not like to do and vice versa, her having me more getting out there in the dating world and sharing those stories on our podcast. So it's- Well, I I would imagine you have a lot to share. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay, so on to Mara. Mara, tell my listeners, why would you wanna have a dating and relationship podcast if you are happily married? I think there's a lot to talk about related to dating and relationships over 40, regardless of whether or not you're married or in the dating world. And um, I think relationships change and morph. And so it's fun to bring a perspective of having this relationship since I've been in my early 20s and talking about all the ways in which it's changed and grown and evolved through kids and soon to be and not that many years empty nesters. 
Um, so I'm hoping that I bring a, a different um, slant and perspective to relationships. I love that because, okay, we're sitting here, all three of us, and we're all in completely different situations. Mm-hmm. So I was single for, I think, like nine years, and now I've been in a relationship for eight. And Marissa is dating, not dating anyone right now, specifically just dating and then Mara the happily married for 20 years Mm -hmm. I don't I I mean marriage is hard even the best of marriages so we have a lot to say this to me feels like we're out at a bar having Mm -hmm. a drink and Mm -hmm. talking about relationships all right so (laughs) so I thought that it would be fun I wrote an article and I thought it would be fun for you guys to give your take on what I wrote. And the article I wrote are 11 tips for online dating for beginners. So I'm going to say the tip and then you guys feel free to chime in and tell my listeners your advice. Before I get started, tell me the dating apps we're talking about. What are the biggies? I feel like right now it seems like Bumble and Hinge seem to be the two most popular for most people. So Bumble I have heard of, but Hinge I really haven't. Am I totally out of it? No, it's it's newer. Yeah, it's newer, I think. I mean, I don't know exactly how new. And what is the niche of Hinge? I feel like Hinge tries to start, like, having more conversational points. So there's, like, a lot more, like little funny things people can like say about themselves versus Bumble. So my first tip for 11 tips for online dating for beginners, a good dating profile, which includes a really good photo of you. And I wrote down, if you can pay a photographer, I would do it. I think it's worth it. And then I wrote, if you send it to me, I'll give you my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. (laughs) All right. So what do you guys think? How how important is the profile pick? Well, I can tell you that from the people that we have interviewed, unbelievably important. I mean, sadly, in my opinion, men look almost solely at the photographs, that there's not a tremendous amount paid to um, getting to know the person through their profile, but there's a lot of focus on the picture. The other thing that I think is interesting and probably not shocking is that um, there is a lot of dislike of any type of filters Mm -hmm. that people use. Men really want to see pictures that are representative of who it is that they're meeting. So I think people do themselves a disservice if they're posting a picture that doesn't look like themselves. 100%. Well, and people lie about their ages which I've seen personally and people have talked on their podcast. Or they put put a picture that's 10 years old. Right. Back to this filtering thing, like I cannot stand when it looks fake and people almost look like they're a cartoon. Yes. That is so annoying. Even beautiful women do it. I don't even understand. The thing we've talked about too that doesn't make sense is obviously you're going to see this person. It's not as if you can get away with what, so they're going to see you. So like- our feeling is, right, like if they're not going to like you, they're, they're not going to like you because of that, right? Well, the person is probably thinking, if I can get him in the door, yeah. he'll yes. like me. But what the person but who... it's dishonest. It, it's dishonest. Starting with dishonesty. Bingo. The first yeah. thing they're going to say is, oh, yeah. she felt too insecure yeah, yes, to exactly. post her real, real self. Picture. And Excellent. you're leading with dishonesty. Yeah. So that, that and that's usually the end. Yeah. That, you it. know, the per- it sounds like from what we've heard that the person's like, all right, I'm, I'm done. Right. 
You're listening to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast with Jackie Pilosoff. I'm here with Mara Price and Marissa Woods, the creators of their new podcast called Taking the Plunge, a dating and relationships podcast. And we are offering you 11 tips for online dating for beginners. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to move on to tip number two. We'll be right back. When people decide to get divorced, among their biggest concerns are their kids, of course. Are the kids going to be okay? Will they start acting out? Will their grades suffer? Will they end up with emotional problems? Are they going to become insecure and feel unloved? And I think these are all valid concerns. And that's where life coach and parent coach Rita Morris can step in. Rita is a mom of two. She's been a therapist since 2003, and now she has dedicated her sole coaching practice to parenting. So you can go see Rita as a couple to learn how to talk to your kids about the divorce, or you can see Rita as an individual to talk about issues if you have a very difficult ex and you're trying to co-parent with that person. So you can reach Rita on her website at apparentspath.com or in the trusted partner section of Divorced Girls Smiling. I also want to recommend a financial advisor who I have personally worked with for over eight years. The financial advisor I'm talking about is Vester Capital, specifically Elaine Moss and Pete Mullins, who are a team of financial advisors. Pete is a CDFA. Elaine is a vice president at the company. The two have been working together for, I would say, at least 10 years. And again, I'm a personal client. They are so wonderful at working with men and women who are going through a divorce or after a divorce. And if you want to reach Elaine and Pete, you can find them at VesterCapital.com or in the Trusted Partners section of Divorced Girls Smiling. Welcome back to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pilosoff. I'm your host. I am here having the most fun conversation with Mara Price and Marissa Woods, the founders of Taking the Plunge, a dating and relationships podcast. And by the way, if you want to find the podcast, you can go to Instagram and go to Plunge Show. And you can friend them, send them a message. And the podcast is available on Apple Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, and a couple other venues. Is that what you call them? (laughs) Platforms. Thank you. All right. Moving on to tip number two. I wrote, so you just set up your profile on Bumble. You wait a few minutes and then you decide, let's say, to go to the grocery store. While you're shopping, you get what feels like a million dings on your phone. Is that, does that really happen? I don't know how I wrote this. I, I haven't been on online dating. <laughs> okay, that's, that's really funny. Did I write this? Yeah, I did. <laughs> that's actually really funny. But isn't that what happens at the beginning? Everyone yes. just There's a, bombards yes, you. Yes, yeah. And how do you deal with that? I usually text Mara and send her the pictures that the people I'm into for real. No, there's usually out of, let's say whatever, however many, there's maybe one or two that's even like maybe. And then those one or two go to Mara. Okay. But I don't want to discourage people because all you need is one. You're right. Oh, absolutely. Right. It's like buying a house. Right. 
same, you know, you just yeah. need that one. The more frogs that you come Correct. across, the closer you're getting to the one. Just yes. like the house. Same and, thing. Yes. Well, I feel yeah. like even just reading your Facebook group, so many people say you have to date and date yeah. and date and date and date. But if you make that investment, you will find the one. It just takes a while sometimes. Tip number three. People on online dating apps are flaky. You start a conversation and then the person like disappears. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like there's so many people on these apps that they're just swiping. It's like, I always say, it's like going to TJ Maxx and you're looking at all the stuff and all of a sudden like everything just looks the same and you're like, I got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. No, I think. There's just so many options. It's so easy, like, what's the next shiny, you know, like, best thing that, like, it's very easy for people to move on quicker like that. I hear this, too, from my Facebook group. I was probably able to write this article based on Mm, the the hundreds of thousands, even, I can say, people that say, like, they'll start to talk to somebody, and all of a sudden they see someone, oh, she's a little cuter. Yes, right. So, see ya. And I tell people never to take it personally, because they don't know you well enough for you to take it personally. And you just got to move on and say, this person is either commitment phobic, or the person doesn't know what they want so they just keep kind of looking and they really never find it and you know they're not for you right Right. yeah absolutely number four please be safe if you set up a date to meet someone always take your own car don't have more than one drink i know people are like (laughs) okay i'm shutting this podcast off right now (laughs) or plan on ubering or something Mm -hmm. until you know someone pretty well do not go to his or her her home or have them at yours ever have any scary experiences like that i haven't because i followed those rules i only will meet in a public place i usually will always tell at least one person where i'm going um i no one's ever like picked me up at my house none of that like i always meet someone first in a public place yeah next tip i tell people start slowly dip your toe in the water maybe date one guy at a time don't set up five different dates Mm -hmm. What, what is bad about setting up five different dates? It's interesting. I think that there's a lot of people that feel you should. I've never been able to do that. I'm someone who, like, if I'm dating someone, I can't then be going out with, like, five people. But I know a lot of people's, like, feelings are you should be dating a lot of people because then you don't get, like, hyper overly focused on one person and it's just easier to kind of, like, get to know people and not get, like, so hung up and, like, so, you know what I mean? about like Yeah, I could see that. I would say it depends on the person. Yes, that's what I was just going to yeah, say. Yeah. I, I for me that. personally, I would only date one me too, guy at a time. Me too. I can me never, too. I just can't date multiple it's people. It's like weird. It's weird, yeah, right? I, I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. I honestly, yeah. All right, next tip. If you are on these apps and you get upset and start crying and think, I can't do this anymore, it's perfectly normal and it's okay to take a break, like take a week off. Oh, for oh, sure. Yeah. I've gone on and off and on and off countless times and what is going through your mind like are you like i i just can't do this anymore i i need to try to meet people other ways or i just don't even want to date at all or both i think you could just get i get frustrated like that i'm just not meeting the people that i would like to meet and feel like i'd like to meet people organically it just seems hard to do yeah there are i think that might be one of the tips that if online dating isn't for you there are so many other ways There's a statistic that shows people meet people on apps. That's how most people meet 
their spouse. But it's not long term. If something ends up being like a really long term, it's usually not from a dating app. I heard, oh, I just heard that. But I don't know. I don't want to. I don't have anything to back it up. I just heard yeah, it no, somewhere. Did you mention the pair ring? Oh yes. Have you heard of the pair ring? The pairing? Two words. Two words. Pairing. The pair ring. No, what is that? So it's a new ring, and they're calling it like the biggest social experiment right now that's going on, that it's a green ring that you wear if you're single. And that people, so people will start to know if you're wearing a green ring, you're single. So it obviously makes it a lot easier, more approachable. You know someone's single. So there's like, and I think it's the third round they're in now, and it's been sold out the first like two, and I think. I wish I would have gotten to do that. I I know. I love that. I just like read about it. And And then girls can give another girl their ring when they meet someone. Oh, that's true. That's That's cute. Yeah, very good point. But it is so nice, right? It's a great idea. What we say too is that even if someone doesn't have a ring, they could be in a long term relationship. So it's really nice to know at the outset, if someone's yeah. got a green ring, that they are available. Yep. Great idea. Right? Yeah, I know. Love it. Yeah. Next tip. Oh, this is a good one. If you see your ex on a dating app, what do you do? Swipe away. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> That's what you do. Well, <laughs> I wrote, it's okay to cry and feel hurt oh, and upset. Oh, oh. I'm talking no, about... Okay, but Marissa, I'm talking about like when you first get yes. divorced, oh, sorry. That was you know, like the, when you're oh, yeah. first getting yeah, divorced. Yeah, no, of course, that would yeah. be really difficult. I, I know people uh-huh. who have just been like shocked and I go, yes. why are you so shocked? Well, but still, I get it. If it's yeah. new and yeah, no, that's very different. And it really plays a big role in a divorce process. Like I would make a recommendation to people listening that if you're newly separated and you both have attorneys and you're not far into the divorce, maybe wait on the dating apps. Mm. Cause if your ex sees you on there and gets upset, yeah. now all the deals you made are off the table yeah. and you might be starting from scratch. No, that's yeah. true. That's yeah. a really good, that's good point. point. All right, we are, I can't believe we're running out of time. This Aww. went by so fast. <laughs> Next tip, if you see your ex's best friend on the app and you always thought he was cute and you want to swipe right, think about it before you do it. Play it out in your head. Ask yourself if you're doing it to hurt your ex or because you like the guy. Do any of us have any experience? Have you seen Jason on the app? Next tip. Online dating apps aren't for wimps. You need to get tough and say, I'm doing this because I only need one guy. But to find him, I need to sift through all these other guys. Oh, and I wrote here, it's like shopping at Nordstrom Rack. There you go. So we've asked all of our guests to sum up dating apps in a couple words. And they're always extremely negative. But there are things like necessary Mm -hmm. evil Mm -hmm. or a job you don't want to have so they feel like it's it is necessary and it's integral to the dating process but it's it's, yeah it's painful right it's like i I used to say people have a love-hate relationship Mm a hundred percent the men's are a little bit more favorable i feel like i feel like their yeah their view seemed a little bit more favorable then all right, we're getting down to the wire. Number 10, love yourself throughout this whole process. Online dating can hurt a person's self-confidence. Remember who you are. Remember all of your wonderful qualities. If that isn't good enough for some of the guys on there, that's not your problem. Remember that whoever swipes right on you is the lucky one. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. 
it's really hard not to take dating whether it's online or anything mm-hmm. in it's hard to not take it personally yes. absolutely I mean, one of the people that we spoke to he was very clear that when he doesn't swipe right or when he doesn't decide to see someone again that it's that person isn't for him right. it doesn't mean that that person isn't fabulous mm-hmm. and isn't for you know 50,000 other people I once wrote an article called 10 reasons he didn't call back mm-hmm. and none of the reasons were personal mm-hmm. it was like either he's not over his last relationship or he's dating too many people and doesn't really know what he's doing or you know he wasn't happy with himself so there are many reasons that have nothing to do with you Absolutely. tip number 11 is I wrote perhaps the best tip for beginners do not put pressure on yourself who cares if you go on five dates and none of the guys are for you? You're not in a hurry. If you're divorced, you might have kids already. So there's no hurry. There's no rush. Sit back and try to enjoy the process. And I wrote, see the good in everyone and laugh at the idiots. <laughs> yeah, that's a great tip. We try to use humor a lot, actually. And even even with our podcast, we feel like using life's moments, right? And, and, and finding the humor in them, it really does help significantly and even like my horrific dates it's like just think of it for the show like Maris was like just think of it for the show like and it it really does help them and every date has some good that comes out of it you might end up meeting a good platonic friend you might end up discovering a new passion or hobby try to find something good and stop saying like I have to get married again like it, it that will never work to show you that I'm not judging anyone I'll tell you that when I got divorced I literally was on a mission to meet husband number two didn't want to go back to work didn't care about career just wanted to meet someone because I was used to being married it's what felt normal to me and it backfired I I I dated the worst people couldn't meet anyone had the worst self-esteem financially a huge mistake but really to put pressure on yourself is the worst thing you can do. Because yeah. dating should be fun. Uh-huh. Well, we just interviewed someone who said that she had gotten into two very toxic relationships primarily because she didn't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. And, it was, and she stayed in those relationships because she didn't want to be alone. And now that she's ended both relationships, she's found so much happiness yeah. in being alone and really feels like this next person, whomever it may be, whenever it may be, is going to be in addition to, not a necessity. And don't you guys feel like the number one reason people probably don't get divorced is they don't want to be alone? Yes. Oh, yes. The That's fear. exactly right. And I think if you have kids. Well, if you can believe it, we are out of time. This went by so fast. And I want to say thank you to you guys. And I want to tell you that I think your podcast is going to really take off and be amazing. You guys are so fun. You have so much to say. Love it. Thanks so much for being here. Thank Thank you you for having having us. us. This has been a blast. The name of the podcast is Taking the Plunge with Mara Price and Marissa Woods. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, Google, and iHeartRadio. It's a podcast about dating and relationships, and I just love it. And to my listeners, if you want to find trusted, vetted divorce professionals, listen to more podcasts, read articles, 
or sign up for the Divorced Girl Smiling free consult, come see me at divorcedgirlsmiling.com. Thanks so much for listening, everyone, and we'll talk to you real soon.